Hey, my name's Louis, and welcome to. I'm just gonna go for it. Hey, I'm Louis, nutritionist and personal trainer, and it's my privilege to welcome you to Between Two Plates, the Strength Vitality podcast, where we discuss everything between gym plates and kitchen plates to do with fitness, nutrition, and mental health. In this episode, we get to talk with the creator and director of Get Curious Men's Talk Club, Ollie Martin. Ollie has an extensive and exciting background in the police force and has manifested the tools, experiences, and lessons he's learned in his own journey of self-discovery into creating a consultancy and talk club that allows men to take their own journeys of curiosity towards a life that delivers more for themselves and those around them. Ollie is a great dude, an athlete and a fantastic husband and father. The groups and projects that he is building are not only vital, but are going to only grow in their positive impact on men around the world. If anyone has any questions relating to any of the topics discussed in this interview, please don't hesitate to email me at louis at strengthvitality.com. Thank you again. And as always, we really hope you enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Mr. Ollie. Back for the second time. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> in a day. How have you been, man? Yeah, second time in a day. How are you, sir? I'm good, mate. I'm really well. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Anyone listening, um, me and Ollie tried this earlier on, and uh, the technology warlocks snuck in and blew everything up. So we are now back. Uh, uh, we returned with a vengeance. Ollie's got coffee in hand. Uh, and yeah. I've got my glasses on. So we are tr we're trusting that this new technology <laughs> will function better. Um, Ollie, uh, I know you. I'm very, I'm lucky enough to have met you at the end of Pick It Up, Put It Down. Um, yes, you introduced yourself after your wife won the competition, which is very cool. Uh, and you introduced me to the amazing, the amazing movement organization that you began, which is Get Curious. Um, right. For anyone who doesn't know you, can you give us uh, a bit of a background into, I know you've already had to do this today, no, <laughs> so I appreciate your patience, but a bit of Thank background you. to you and then the development of, of Get Curious. Yes, mate, of course. Um, yeah, so really history goes back to, um, in a short snippet, uh, university, sport science, um, I was passionate about my physical mental health then. Um, I, was in the, the side of masters in sports science but the crux of it was really i wanted to get out working um the two years prior to that i've been traveling around australia and the states wherever else so i just got to stage where i was like well i need to i need to pick up a job so i, I joined the police it was, it was a passion that i'd had since childhood um and i, and I joined it because I, I generally wanted to have a bit of an impact and help people as well as trying to get into money get into earning a career awesome um I was in for 10 years, mate, and essentially, long, long story short, I had multiple roles in the police, some uniforms, some non-uniform. Um, and I don't really think at the time I realised the impact that that job had on me as a bloke. Um, the non-uniform stuff, I bet, was quite, uh, just like MI5 stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that quite depth, mate? But it, was, <laughs> it, uh, it was interesting, definitely, definitely interesting, you know, and... Um, but it was is is a top of role that I, could, I couldn't really talk about it yeah. because the, the information I had I was, I was I had I couldn't talk about it, um, and in hindsight that was had quite a big impact on me. I'm not, and that's not criticism of the police at all. It's not that. It's just um, I don't think I realised the enormity that the effect that was having on me. And I also had career aspirations. I wasn't be able to fulfil them at the time. Okay. 
Um, and my wife, we had a new baby. Long story short, um, I left the police. So on leaving, um, I think I really realised how, in hindsight, my mental and physical health had deteriorated quite significantly. Um, and that resulted in me um, having to have some counselling, some therapy. And it made me think, I can't be like the only bloke that goes through this. I'm definitely not the only bloke that has challenges in life. Right. Um, and I started trying to, I thought, well, how am I going to get myself out of this? So I've got to take ownership to a degree and, and take some accountability to improve myself in terms of get myself fit and healthy again for my family. Um, so I, I flipped my whole life on its head, essentially. Mate. I've been a police officer for 10 years. I was inquisitive about everybody else, what everybody else was doing apart from myself. Um, so I got curious, basically, about what put me at my best yeah. every day. You know, I always look back to being so sort of 18, 19, I was just on fire. I just had loads of energy. You know, I just felt good all the time. I was doing all the things that I loved doing because there was nothing else to do but what you want to do all the time. You, know? you still look 18. Like, you still... I'm <laughs> 40 this week. Are you mad? Yeah. Wow. Keep going and tell us a secret. <laughs> I'm going backwards. Right. I'll just show you some photos. I look about 50. Anyway. Um, yeah, so mate, I just got curious about myself. I started learning about what it is. I sort of lit that fire in my belly again. Um, and as, as a result of doing that, I've made some really big changes at home and um, for my health and my mental health, my physical health. I was like, oh, I need other blokes to do this. I'm not, I'm not the only bloke that needs to do this. Um, so I created a company, Get Curious, and I started coaching, mentoring guys, and doing some workshops and organisations. And really our philosophy, mate, is we get curious, we make men happy at home, work, and in health, uh, just by providing the space and knowledge and the tools for them to have change. Okay. Um, and I suppose the, the most current thing that we're doing, successful thing we're doing, is running talk, men's talk clubs. Um, so we run a talk club for men inside the police and we run a talk club for men outside the police. And that's a space meant for blokes, and you've been on it, is as a, as a guest, um, is a space for blokes to come and just open up and talk about life, um, the challenges they have at home, at work and in the health, and just share that amongst people. And that's where we're at. And we're, in, we're now an organised Asian, which is a non-profit, we've been approved as a non-profit organisation, which is hugely important to me. Um, Why is because that? I want, mate, because I want to, I've had life coaches, I've had business coaches and whatever else. And, once they, and I've seen coaching in the workplace. And I think it's, it, it's irritated me a little bit that there's only perhaps for a certain um, you have to have some money in your pocket to pay for it. And from what I've been through and what I wanted to share with people, I don't, I didn't feel, I don't really feel comfortable, not comfortable, but I want people to have access to information to improve themselves. Wicked. Right. So for me to do that and reach the, the amount of people I want to reach, then for me to be a non-profit organization means I can rely, not rely, but apply myself and get curious to get grants get funds get mm. donations from people that want to support the movement to give that access people access to information to improve themselves that's so good ollie 
Have you already come across in your, so you were saying earlier that you've been working with organizations and you've also worked with individuals. Do you like this nonprofit move? Was that yeah. motivated by, have you already come across people who you know would have had more access to you had they had the finance yeah. to do so? hundred percent. Yeah. And that's really the drive for me is because I was, uh, at one stage, I had a business coach, and we were looking at we were doing we were trying to transform the business into a real sort of coaching purpose, uh, coaching led in a business. And I was unindated with um, contact from police officers that obviously needed help and men outside the police that needed help, but then they couldn't find the resource to offer me any money to support them. And I couldn't do it for free. I've got family to bring up or whatever else on top of the day job, but. And that irritated me. I really felt down about that. I wanted, I didn't want these boats to miss out on what I know can happen, yeah. um, and how I, what I know can help them improve. So yes, that for me, um, the move to that was significant. And now I've done it. The, the doors have opened up now. So I'm a member. I'm a member of quite a big group of men's talk clubs, um, and we're all going along a similar, a similar path. Uh, but the, the, it's great because it's blokes with the, with the same agenda. Why do you values. think it's so important to have this uh, service available for blokes, that was specifically blokes? Yeah, for, so I get asked this question quite a bit, and I have worked with, I have worked with ladies before. Um, for me, there's, there's two aspects, really. One is I'm a bloke. The simple question is, answer is I'm a bloke. Yeah. So it resonates with me entirely. I want to add the greatest value that I can add. So I just want to be authentic in what I do. And I can be authentic as a bloke, as a man who's been through, who's raised a family, that has been career changes and mental problems, physical problems. Um, I think that's where I can add the greatest value. There's lots of men in the world, you know. So yeah, absolutely. There's lots of people to help. So it's not like I'm missing people out. Um, <laughs> That's the most basic, that's the most simple form of it, mate. And I just want to be true to what I can value or value I can add. Um, and the second side of it is clearly everyone knows about the high rate of suicide in, in, in men, especially within different industries. And, and the police force is one of those industries. So, and the emergency services. Yeah. And I feel like I, I owe them something. I want to offer them something, some help. That's what the best police, yeah, police or paramedics or whatever. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's not just depression, uh, suicide, but also depression rate, uh, okay. anxiety, PTSD, all really quite significant things in in the police forces. So, uh, and I understand that, you know. So, although I'm not solely concentrating on the emergency services, it's it's a, it's a big part of my heart really to help those guys out. So clear to see, like in the things you've seen already, there's so much of you in it. Working with men, you're like. I relate. You're like, we're, we're, although you're not specifying, working in those emergency services, the police force, you can relate. And then the moving to a non-profit because you believe a very important thing for you is to be able to access and help more people. Yeah. So lovely yeah. to see what you're doing, but you in so so many facets of you intertwined in that. Yeah, so thanks, that's, that's really important. I, mean, I really thank both of that because. It, it, that sort of mirrors what Bit Curious is about because I don't want um, it's about putting yourself at your best place so if I'm running if I want to run my own business and I want people then, then for me it needs to be exactly what puts me at my best and adds the greatest value Yeah. so 
you know, I'm learning, I've learned, I've created what I want to, what I want it to be. So that, that's important. And you have done this pretty fast. 18 months is a pretty quick time. While you're, anyone listening, Ollie also has another job. You're also doing a full-time job. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you've yeah, done it for a few months, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, mate, I'm chuffed, you know, I'm, I am chuffed. And I, I, I said, I think this is too early. Like, I don't feel like it's, I've done an awful amount in that time. But as a bloke doing it by his, by on his Todd, pretty much, then yeah, I guess I have. But then I've got an amazing family and mate, wife and kids and stuff that support it. I understand why I'm doing it. Yeah, for sure. And you, but then also you've got a degree of responsibility for that family around you. So they're not there by like by uh, mistake. They're there because you are awesome as well. Um, there's, I, I felt really lucky, and I appreciate you inviting me into it, um, into the talk group last week, mm. because it was I knew what you were doing was great um, because of all the reasons you've just said. But to see it firsthand, you asked a question, you literally were like, right, guys, um, very, like super informal, how are we doing? And then you kicked it off. And in my head, I was like, it's gonna be, we're dudes, we're going to be a little bit guarded. And straight away, like, bang, one of the dudes in there was super honest, super open. And it immediately catalyzed. And then everyone was the same. It's like yeah. a totally different experience. And it was like, wow, all you need <laughs> is an Ollie to say, this is okay. And then it me, it literally, everyone walked away. You asked them the numbers at the beforehand, like, how are you feeling? Everyone was like, so much better at the end. <laughs> Just such a valuable thing to do. Yeah. And in 18 months, I'm like, how many lives must you have touched in 18 months? And then how, like, how many are you going to now go on to facilitate progression? It's, it's such a cool thing. I'll tell you what, mate, I, I really, I love that. Thank you. That's um, cool. Thank you. <laughs> mate, I, I do, I love it. I, sometimes I can get, I mean, in a weird way, this whole pandemic has helped it because, um, because of jumping on Zoom and stuff, it's just allowed men to, uh, to just, just guide in for all over the world. You know, we've had guys from the States, Olivia, um, some guys from Hong Kong said, I want to be involved, but it's a really rubbish time of day. What can we do about it? It's so not a lot. You know? <laughs> I could just set up another group for the day or whatever. Um, but it's, it's, just, it's just created, an, I mean, we were doing it beforehand. We were meeting physical face-to-face meetups. Right. Um, uh, and they're, they're very good. They're really good. And actually, mate, to be honest, in, I was worried when the pandemic kicked off that we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to create that, create that authenticity and that openness. Um, and I think I've said to you before, there's nothing quite like having a bloke sort of get you and understand yeah understand you, you know and then sometimes words don't mean to be don't need to be said um so in a face-to-face and it was i was concerned that over zoom we wouldn't get that but i'm so chuffed i think we are we are creating that 100 percent um and blokes are just walking off from that phone call yeah they're happy they're chuffed they text me off and say mate thank you yeah. I, don't, I don't mean it. I, mean, I don't mean that like, sort of bone and trouble or anything. No, but just no. it's uplifting, mate, to think that you know, an hour, an hour beforehand, that lad was texting me saying he's had a really rubbish day or whatever. Jumps on Zoom, speaks to other blokes, and he's like, "Boom, brilliant!" That's all yeah. I just need to get that off my chest, you know. And uh, it's just brilliant, mate. What do you think are some of the challenges facing men in like taking the steps to do something which sounds as simple as talking about? Yeah. So this is a really interesting question. It's something that, um, I'll continue to think about 
um, I want the groups to be no barrier, no barrier to entry. You know, I just want our guys to come in, and I think potentially men are unaware or have the perceptions of what the talk club is because we talk about mental health and physical health. Um, they perhaps think, oh, it's going to be some sessions, a bit woo-woo, there's a bit whatever, you know, I just don't know what's going to happen. Happen, But in reality, and I'm, I'm keen to press this, you know, I'm not a counsellor, I'm not a therapist, um, I'm not a hypnotist, anything like that. I know lots of people in my network is full of those guys now, made some great associates that can help in that side. I can signpost people there. But this is about blokes talking. It's yeah. as simple as that, you know, and it's, in its simplest form, that's what it is. It's a talk, it's a over a cup of tea, open a can of beer from a sit and have a beer. It's it's just an environment to be a bloke and to feel safe about being a man and talking. So for me, the challenge is, is trying to get that message across to lads to say, don't overthink it. Cool. Yeah, just, just, just join in and get amongst it. And that's all it is. Um, I don't know, so some blokes will have a network of guys that they meet up with on a Saturday night or sometimes they even have a beer or whatever. And that's and it's similar to that. But if you can't find, if you don't have that or you can't find the opportunity within that group to speak openly about something, yeah, then they, we can do that. We do that. Um, and again, it's not by magically random up some, some woo-woo questions that are going to blow your mind. It's just about just creating a nice space. Do you think that there's a benefit actually to maybe speaking to guys that you're not that familiar with that's me mate so so like so you gave the example of like you said going to the pub with your mates and, yeah and then actually like going so i think even when i had the experience which i appreciate of going and, and joining in on one of your talks was actually it was totally different speaking to people that you'd never met before mm. okay you you don't have to put up a facade that you think people no. see. like you're, you don't have to be the bubbly energetic guy that people know like you can just perhaps be totally authentic right 100 percent. yeah so yeah so the, i think that's where the value is yeah. is um that yeah you can just come as you as yourself you know there's no history there's no background um there's no there's no need to impress there's no judgment being made we're not talking about career paths or what money you got in your pocket or whether it's car you bought it's just the it's just back to basics you as a person and sharing with other people you may never see again so that's got to be good right you yeah. can just say what you like <laughs> to a degree we've got some rules in place. <laughs> it's curious what sorry ollie no that's it mate come on, come on this curiosity before you start to get curious and you start to explore this for yourself what did this curiosity look like? So was it just in the moments you had available, you were taking those opportunities to think about what you like or what you could do? Mm -hmm. Or was there prep? Were you going and trying things? What, what does the implementation of... So yeah. someone listening, okay. they're like, I want to get curious. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to check you out. But what does that look like in the manifestation in someone's life? So mate, for me, it's about being um, really self-aware. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's about, so one of the first things I have guys to do when I was coaching and mentoring them and what I now get the guys to do in the club, one of the first things I have them do is do a journal for like two weeks. And for remember, three times a day, just stop what you're doing and think, how do I feel? How do I feel right now? 
rather than being caught up in that hamster wheel, just sort of boom, 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 constant. And then get to the end of the day, go to bed, wake up, bang, 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 and not having any sense of presence during the day. Just stop, think about how do I feel? Acknowledge it. Who was who put who have I been in contact with? Why do I feel like this? Right. What have I done recently? So I call it the five WH, the what, the where, the who, the why, the when, and the how. What put you in that place? And then make a note of it, jot them down. Um, and do that for a period of two weeks. I'll, I'll continually do it. So then what you end up doing is you build up this big catalogue of triggers, essentially, that either put you in a not a good place or a really good place. So then you can start designing a life around all the aspects of your life that make you feel good because you know what they are. Um, and the things that make you feel not so good, it's like being able to see around the corner. You can see it come. Some things in life you can't avoid, right? but you can be aware that it puts you in a certain state. So if you acknowledge that, if you know what they are, one, you can plan for when they come in, and two, when they do come, you know how to pull yourself out of that scenario after you've dealt with it or whatever else. For example, I look at you now and you've got your hat on back to front, right? <laughs> and, I've, <laughs> and I've become super sensitive to the things that I just love doing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and for a long time, right, I've, I've just thought, oh, really, I've, I haven't worn a cap for like years. And about a year ago, I think what it was, it was about time to pick up a bit down. What was it really? far off? Um, I remember one day, I was in the, I think the kids had just wound me up in the morning and uh, I had my cap, but I put it on back to front and I just immediately felt really like, I was like, just different. I felt happy. I was like, I just felt a bit cold. I don't know, <laughs> not like I'm forty, But it just made me feel good, you know, and I thought that's a, it just made me feel good. So why? No. Why am I not doing that more often, right? So yeah, it, it's a trigger that if, if I was feeling a bit, a bit pants, I just pick up my hat, put them back to front. My like, wife looking at me, going, "Right." Yeah. Here, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And the negative triggers is important. That's really cool. Absolutely. Yeah, and there's a, a few models and stuff that I came up with that I follow. Um, that I, it's all about recognition, taking action, and reviewing where you're at. Um, and in the in the uh, CrossFit, I mean, obviously pick up, put it down, and stuff. I did some CrossFit. That taught me a lot about sort of coping with the, with with this scenario and you know, learning, adapting, you know, overcoming. Um, so yeah, there's lots of models that I've created, and as part of the great Get Curious package now, if you like, um, I just want to share those with people so they can they can make themselves make themselves happier. How intertwined do you think fitness is with mental health? Hugely, mate, I think. Um, for me personally, hugely for my wife, definitely. And I think it just it just it ignites that fire in your belly, doesn't it? It just gets you going. Yeah. No matter how unhappy you're feeling or no what the stresses are you have in life, and how much you do not want to get out and go for a little run or for a walk even, once you do it, it can just adjust that mindset. Now, I think I think it's like a, I perceive it as a form of meditation when I go for a run because I zone out. Sometimes I don't, I'd like, to, I prefer to run without music because I can listen to myself, my breathing. I know some people that freaks them out. But <laughs> <laughs> I like to hear, I can hear myself breathing, I'll get a rhythm going. Um, and after my run, I know I'm hot, sweating, my 
big intakes of breath. And it just, it's, I think, obviously if it's a full meditation, not that many expert, I'm not, but um, over the years of experience I've got from running, not that, you know, from exercise, I understand it can immediately put me in a good place. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not unusual in that. As you know, you guys, you know, you all know as well, mate. So I encourage a lot of the lads I meet, I talk with, they, um, yeah, they get into the exercise. That's brilliant. Very important. And like you said about meditation, um, I'm not an expert on meditation, but I'd, I'll never forget seeing in a film being like, focus on the candle. And I think normally you think that idea that you focus on the candle and that takes you into this meditative place. And I think normally yeah. you're like, right, meditation, you're like, really got to focus on going in. But actually, when you put your mind in another task, like you're running or I, yeah. like when I'm training and I put the music super loud, it, that folk, that external focus allows your sort of internal self to yeah. be decompressed almost. I suppose so, it's just great. Okay. That's not yes. me being like an expert on it at all. It's great to self like a, 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 some presence, isn't it? I think, I think it just it cuts distraction out. And I think that's so key. We're so distracted with everything in the life at the moment, social media, whatever, everything is just busyness. So whatever way you can find to create that space for yourself, then that's got to be a good thing. Mate, 100%. You said something earlier um, when we were talking about, uh, you were saying about that you can refer out and that you're not, um, you're not a, like a, a psychologist. Mm -hmm. But I would say to that, think about the millions of people across the world who benefit from gyms, of which is facilitated by a gym owner. Who doesn't have to be an expert in fitness, but yeah. they're the ones who create the space. And that's what you're doing with Get Curious. But you're not only creating the space, you're participating in that space and bringing people in. And your whole, the whole thing is like, actually, for want of a better word, the cure, the methodology is within you. It's like just to, to the individuals participating, speak. And that's the yeah. therapy. That's the, that's the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, mate, you're, you're right. I mean, I, I guess, and I guess that the, the part of Get Curious is about my own journey of exploring what, where my skill sets are. And because as a, in, as if for anyone, it's not just the place, if anyone, it's quite, you can quite easily forget about what you're about when you start to get into busy careers, you start having families and whatever else, you forget what you're about. So for my journey, I, I um, yeah, for the Get Curious part of it, I was trying to find out what, what I like to do. And facilitating, talking with people, being amongst people, um, I, I guess the 10 years of experience of being a police officer, dealing with every conceivable issue under the sun that people deal with has given me a degree of experience that uh, any insight that you wouldn't pick up ordinarily um, and also as I think as a bloke I've had some quite I've had quite an interesting life which we can talk about for another day maybe <laughs> but, um, you know there's just there's just things you learn isn't it? And yeah <laughs> okay well that's worth swearing yeah <laughs> What are the what are the rumours, Ollie? Did you is it true that you used to be a superhero? <laughs> exactly that, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thought so. <laughs> Where does Get Curious go? What's the what's what's the progression now? What are we looking like next few months, years to come? Right, mate. So yeah, so I've got a I've a tendency sometimes 
to go spread myself a bit too thinly. So I've got to really focus at the moment on laying out a few things. Um, so the immediate thing for me is, and for Get Curious, is about securing some good funding um, and also not just funding, but also we need to create some, some income. So I'm going to start selling merchandise, Get Curious t-shirts, etc. All that, so it's a non-profit organisation, so it all goes back into pushing Get Curious out. Yeah. Um, so there's a number of things I've got my eye on, mate, for, the, for, for men in the next sort of 12, 24 months. Brilliant. to get curious the first thing really at the moment is to continue to facilitate and grow the membership of these talk clubs once we do i can't facilitate all those sessions i can't okay. do it so then we're we'll looking at bringing on some get curious coaches i'll call them great curious captain facilitators whatever gang whatever guys that are prepared to say that owls oh, we we love what get curious is about actually i want to facilitate groups nice so, you know, so I'm not being precious about it, mate. I want guys to join in and muck in. Um, so, yeah, just growing the membership, growing the the reach to get curious in terms of numbers of men. And then from there, the, the funding and grants, I'm going to start doing some men's retreats, so men's weekends away. Lovely. Um, we have, I've, we've set up organised ones before, which couldn't come off for various reasons. So bushcraft weekends, some more luxurious weekends. It's all about getting guys away from their ordinary, ordinary circumstances to give them, create that space, that window opportunity to have some clarity to think about, right, what am I about then? Where am I going? And just take a bit of a reset. Um, so there's a number of things, mate. And there's a new website coming as well. It's all happening. Mate, that's fantastic. If you so, if it's when someone begins, and you've already alluded to this a lot, but yeah. if someone begins the journey with get curious, so they're like, right, Ollie, I need to start talking, and they're in a place in their life. Where do you? So, can you give us an idea of maybe where the the person comes in, what they're mm-hmm. looking like in terms of like uh, a perspective of their outlook on life, and then their time in this talk club is it something that they are perceivably going to continue for the rest of their life and then when they what what uh position you expect them to be in after they've yeah habituated with get curious methodology for a long time yeah so that's a good question so i'd expect i'd expect guys to come to get curious just essentially they're wanting to it's not about reinventing them, or possibly reinvent themselves, but to learn again how to reignite that fire in their belly, you know, how to get themselves back to feeling how they, good they could feel. Um, whether that's from just talking and sharing some life challenges, that, that might be financial problems, that might be relationships, it might be a pandemic, it might be work, it might be the fact that they're really unhappy in their health. Whatever it is, they should feel that they can come to get curious. Wicked. They can talk. They can come to a talk. They can contact me directly and talk about even coming to a talk club before they go to it. You know, um, I do that a lot I'll through text messages. Some guys I don't even speak to. There's loads of text messages trying to encourage them to come along. Cool. They come along to the talk club, mate. They can just be themselves, 100% non-judgmental space. They don't have to talk if they want to. They can just sit and listen to other guys talking. If they want to chip in, they can. I'm not going to put pressure on them. Right, they can be a part of that club for as long as they want, 
you know, as long as they get curious as around, they can be part of that, those talk clubs. If they just want to come to the one and go, I'm, I'm done, that's it, they can go. And if they've found some resolve, perfect, I'm happy. There's no commitment, there's no requirement of them. Just come and be a decent human being. Brilliant. If they, in time, they'll be able to pull on the resources and the content, if you like, of Get Curious, which I'm, I'm making able, able um, available to guys now. Yeah. So they can take they can take tools away from them. They can take these, um, yeah, the tools I've created and, and also for myself, but also use from other people that I know will help. So they can take those tools and say, right, how do I, how do I implement, implement this for myself? And they can, they can go and do it, mate. It's, I'm, not, I'm not after any big commitment from blokes. I want them to be themselves, however long or short that takes. I, it would be really nice to see you in the position where you don't have to be doing your day job and because you're so passionate about this where it could just be like, you know, if Ollie's not here, he's doing Get Curious. Like, yeah. <laughs> be given it. <laughs> Can that um, happen? Might that be a thing one day? Um, you know, potentially, possibly. Um, and this is where I have to turn on the, sort of the, the finance head, isn't it? And, and I'll have to really push to make this a success because um and, and it will it will be a success i have no doubt about that and when it gets when it gets uh about it's i mean i've got to think about and i want people to contact me about if they're passionate about helping other men and they want their organization to support support get curious so that all they as an individual want to support get curious then you know, putting money with your mouth your mouth is money as well yes support, you, know? you will as well and get involved and this is a it's, it's an impact it helps people um and that is crucial at this not just only at this time but when all this finishes as well it's an ongoing issue we have to deal with there's an issue beforehand anyway irrelevant the pandemic but yeah they're 100 mates so the, the, yes that probably is my drive is if i can do this 100 percent of my time that's a winner isn't it for everyone love to see that happen mate Totally on board with helping as well. Would love to see that happen. That'd be amazing. Um, well, this is ace, jeepers. Like, um, <laughs> so do you foresee, is there any specific um, line of, and this is totally biased because we're both interested in CrossFit. Yeah. Do you think there's a, a an avenue for Get Curious to do all of the things you're doing but manifest itself within CrossFit? Or is that like a, well, if that happens, happens sort of thing? Uh, no, don't, I, I, there's a potential there's a, there's a dream that I have is that we have a unit or a, a location where we run, you know, the, all this is incorporated and I've, I've got that plan. I know what it is, um, where it pulls in all the different things we're talking about. But, you know, so yeah, that is that's. Uh, I'd love that to happen, mate. I absolutely love that to happen. You imagine? Oh, I'll be so cool. So yeah, cool. I think I just think, mate. I think CrossFit is relevant of the current news, but uh, <laughs> call it that. <laughs> functional fitness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's just it's just aside from the physical fitness, it just creates incredibly strong communities. Yeah. Um, you know, that is, for me, that's, that's crucial because I think 
this is why on, on the Get Curious Talk Clubs, I encourage the guys to join the, we've got club on Strava as well, so Get Curious or Strava. So they can go in there and it's, it's, I think it's just a good, it's a good combination, fitness and in terms of running, whatever, and mental health. It just works, right? we know that. Um, so if you can incorporate the two and just build that into a community of people supporting each other, which is what the Talk Club is about. Now, I'm all up, of, so this week I've been really pushing the, the Talk Club guys to meet up outside of Get Curious. Cool. Like build those friendships, build that community to help each other on an ongoing basis. Don't just rely on me to create the Zoom call. Um, and I think, yeah, so, yeah, no, 100% that's, that's an option. As, as we move through social distancing, is the is the get curious? Is it going to remain online? Will you have you, at the moment you're based around Brighton, aren't you? Will it continue yeah. to have physical meetups as well? Yeah, mate, absolutely. So uh, the pandemic came at a really rubbish time, generally, anyway, obviously. But um, because we yeah. were, if it could have come two months later, would have been a dream. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so we've got the Brighton, the Brighton Club, which will carry on. Uh, we were just about to launch on an Eastbourne, uh, which the, the first session was meant to be the first week of lockdown, which oh, is a right. And so we couldn't do it. And there's just a few things that so didn't really kick off. But that will happen. Okay. And then we were talking about one in Hailsham. And then I want one to set up in Heathfield. So, yeah, this is what I mean, you see, I want, I want this to be a local thing first. Okay, cool. You know, although despite the fact I've talked about the guys from Hong Kong uh, <laughs> involved, you know, I'm very, I'm keen to be like supporting those around us. You know, wicked. And if that means I have to go to Hong Kong, I'll go to Hong Kong. <laughs> See you every Tuesday. Could it, might it be a, might it be a like online and virtual thing? Yeah, no, it will be. It will be like, because I couldn't get, I couldn't squash the Zoom sessions sessions now. Because that's created a community of men that are that are reliant, not reliant on each other, but they find yeah. some some help from each other. So I'll never be, and they they and they're, they're dispersed all over the country. So I can't say cheers, but no thanks. I'm anywhere in the zoo. It makes it so, so accessible as well. It's like Sorry? you don't have to drive anywhere. You don't yeah. have to like you can just go into your car or your room, shut the door, and then bang, like you're in. Yeah, interesting though, mate. That has caught on the same note. Um, I've noted it is noted that a lot of the guys that came to the physical meetings then stopped coming to the Zoom sessions. Okay, and I was racking my brain thinking, why is that? And I think it's for a number of reasons. But one bit, one could be that folks can't find space at home to right. talk, right? Um, for because. As a bloke, we like to think we're untouchable, right? We are unbreakable. So we never, and this is half the issue, is we never disclose or talk about what our cracks are, especially at home, because we've got to be holding, think we have to be holding the, the mantelpiece, you know? So they think, well, I can't go, and I can't just get on Zoom, because although I can shut the doors and whatever else, my wife or my girlfriend or my partner might be able to, or whatever, might be able to hear me. So I can't talk, so actually I just won't do it. So for me, what I've learned is the biggest and best thing that partners can do, or uh, brothers, sisters, anyone that's in any relationship with the man, 
they know and think he needs to, if he really benefit the tour club, then give him the green card to go and do it. Cool. Right? Say, go and have the space. I get contacted by quite a few women saying, please, you take my husband on the tour really? club. Yeah. I'm like, well, I can't physically make him do it. So you need to give him space. Right? <laughs> and the one that, so I would say, like, one, give him the green card and say, go and do it. Mm. And two, promise them that they won't ask questions afterwards. Right. So give if so if a bloke comes to the talk club, then he needs to feel the space to talk about it. And he needs to finish that call and that could be in that club and walk away from it and just feel content and quite happy and relaxed. He doesn't need to then feel that he's got to walk off the phone and justify what he's just been talking about. Yeah. 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 Because that'll be his, that is his barrier to entry. If he feels like there's why he to, he's then going to get quizzed about what everyone's talking about and what he was talking about, because that's going to drum up questions he doesn't want to answer. And then not because there's any deceit or anything like that involved. It's just about him yeah. opening up. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? It's nothing. There's no. It's just about giving him the space. Just giving the space, and that's the biggest thing you can do. And that's why some of the ladies contact me through LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever, saying, "Please take my husband on like retreats I've talked about before, or the talk clubs." So I can't physically make him do it, but the best thing you can do is give him the green card and promise not to ask him questions at the end of it. He will tell you if he wants to. But yeah, just get him. So, mate, so, so important. And like the chances are it's going to help because if there's something budding up in that dude at home and he doesn't feel like he can say it, it's going to come out in other ways. It will come yeah. out in frustration or lack of patience. If you allow him to go away and, and experience this hmm. talk, it can come back defused. And I, I do think though that there is, and I absolutely appreciate and I support you hundred percent that you are like, right, I work with men, but I think that there is absolutely women should be doing this too. Yeah. Um, but I, I, and what, and I do. And again, from the experience of being a man, I, I definitely know that there is, and I know for a fact that I'm sure women are the same, but I know as a man, you feel this element of like, I must be stoic. I must remain strong. And I must like, and be this, and I must present this alpha-ness and, and being an alpha means I don't talk about my feelings, (laughs) but going about them allows you to decompress in a space that you feel it's safe to do so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mate. I think um, so. I always use a bit of an analogy of, of you know, with the lads that, or with anyone, you know, I'll, I'll perceive myself as a bit of like a water tank. The water can come in and come in and come in and come in, and that tank's going to get full up. And then no more water can come in. And I've been there, and it, I was stressed, I was burnt out, I was in a right mess. Um, and I, but I couldn't find the little valve at the bottom just let some water out for the new stuff to come in and essentially that's what the talk club does it just allows guys to open the tap let some water out before it fills up again cool that's all it is you know it's just about just oh just getting things out um and, you know it's, it's, like you've seen it it's just conversations it's just open all these conversations that's all it is there's some you know some get curious stuff it's brilliant mate like such a sounds so simple very very effective and i I love that and it's great that it's got you driving behind it now ollie if i was to give you an extra two hours a day i was like bang here you go dude what would you do with those two hours that's a good question (laughs) 
the first minute I'd probably put my hat on back to front. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. Because that would set me up. <laughs> then I'd start planning. <laughs> what would I do? Oh, that's a good question, you know. Depends on the day as well. Okay. Um, it wasn't I'm going to make sure two hours. I'll try and do, I'll, I'll certainly exercise Brilliant. every day. I would. Figure me. Functional fitness. Yes, functional fitness, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, do you know what? That's a really difficult question. And I don't mean that, like, uh, I would do get curious more. That's that? what I'd do. So that would be, as a company, I would be have more time to plan my, more of my efforts into it. Um... I'll do less in the mornings. I'm not very good in the morning. I know that. So I'll give myself a bit of a window of opportunity in the morning just to just to sit with my, my feet in the grass and have a coffee. Nice, man. Um, I don't know, mate. That's a really good question. And I don't want to be like really fat and go, oh, I don't know. That's what rubbish on. No, mate, that's, you just give but, me answers. But um, I generally think I've got things pretty nailed at the moment. I feel really good. But that's, you know, that's a benefit of, of what I do. Yes. I'm happy with it. Do you know what else, actually, uh, that we haven't said, which I think is really valuable in the talk club, is that space to celebrate. Like, you did something (laughs) there, and you were like, I was like, Ollie, how are you? Thinking it'd be a bit of a joke. Like, wait, you've been asking everyone how they are. And you were like, actually, I'm freaking good. And it was like... (laughs) wow yeah like damn we're allowed to say that we're good and we're allowed to celebrate the things because we also live in a time where it feels a little bit taboo to like yeah. pump your chest and say i did something wicked but exactly you know and i think and, and I, because i also i know what i'm i know that life can do that yeah it can go up and down so if I'm at the, well, the top of the little peaks there, I want to celebrate that fact. So I want to recognise how I got there and think, right, so how can I make it happen again? Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah, if I had two hours, two hours, I'd just carry on doing what I do. Mate, brilliant. It's, make the day longer. It's just funny. made me realise that you have literally got kids, a wife, and a job, and you've done all of this. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is amazing. <laughs> it's definitely part of self-reflection of my productivity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on furlough. I've got a fiance. I've got no kids, and <laughs> I could be way more productive. <laughs> no, but mate, don't. It's just don't put pressure on yourself like that. <laughs> don't, mate. Honestly, there's no need just to keep being you, mate. <laughs> that, okay, cool. I'll keep my hats backwards and my glasses on. <laughs> but there you go, winner. I'm, I'm going to send you a hat, Ollie, and you're going to only allowed to wear it backwards. Um, <laughs> backwards hat. Thank you so much, man. Honestly, I've really, really appreciated this. It's been such an enjoyable chat. Um, and it feels, I feel very fortunate to be able to talk to you at, you've done so much, but I still feel it's the beginning of something which is going to blow up into something which is even huger. Um, and I, I know that you see that too. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's going to be good. It's going to be good, mate. I think it's lots of positives to look forward to, though. Yes, mate. And I, I look forward to as well having you at Pick It Up, Put It Down next year. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. And I was gutted because we were going to sell the GT, GC merchandise we, this year. Dude, trust but, me, this year coming in. So we're doing the online competition this year, but uh, 2021, you're going to love it. <laughs> I, don't know that. 
You're going to love it. I need to compete next year, don't I? I need to do that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I do. Maybe we should get GC, like a GC men's team. Nice. We'll talk about that. Okay. Yeah, cool. good done. Yeah. Let's cool. go I'm not in. <laughs> I'm not in. <laughs> but I'll clap you on the sidelines. <laughs> Dude, Ollie, thank you so no much, mate. I'll let you get on with your evening. I appreciate the double time today. Mate, it's fine, mate. It's lovely. Love always love talking to you, mate. Thank always you so much. And I look forward to, um, if I may, I'll, I'll join in one of your um, Get Talk clubs soon. I'd love mate, that. Absolutely, mate. Hundred percent. And you know, as far as anything, if there's guys listening that want to, yes, thank reach, you. Reach out to me, mate. Then do it. Um, Where can people find? So I've got a few websites on the build. For different things, but at the moment, um, guys can get hold of me through ollie-martin.com or even just message me. You can find Get Curious page on link on Facebook, or on LinkedIn, Ollie Martin. Where else? Talk club. So if you go on the Facebook, comment. Well, if you send them over to me, these yeah. the places people can get you. I'll put them in the show notes for this podcast. And then yeah, fine. Anyone, anyone that's and if you're even considering it, get curious. Get involved. <laughs> and go. But I'll put them in the show notes so people can find you straight there. Man, I'd love it. It'd be brilliant if we, if we could get some other guys involved. Fantastic. 100%. 100%. We'll do that. It is always a privilege to be able to speak to someone who is so clearly so self-invested and passionate about helping other people, particularly when it comes from their own experiences as well. I know if you're thinking about getting in touch with Ollie, joining one of the men's talk clubs, you will not be disappointed. It would be such an awesome experience for you to get involved in. Uh, I was lucky enough to be invited along to one and I loved it. I really see the value in it and I think it's incredible what Ollie's gonna do. If you've listened to this, you get to catch the beginning end of the beginning side of what is going to be an amazing journey for Ollie and Get Curious, the consultancy, the brand and the talk clubs. So let's pay attention. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It's for you guys. You are the purpose, the means uh, and the fuel behind this. And I'm really grateful for that. So please do subscribe to the podcast. Um, Leave your comments. Let us know if there's other stuff you'd like to hear or people you'd like us to speak to. Have a wonderful day and look after yourselves. And I guess it's appropriate to finish this one with the suggestion that maybe we could all be a little bit more curious uh, about our past, our present, and what we wanna see in our future.